You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to the Cindy Stewart Podcast, a source for encouragement as you learn to discover God's dream for your life. With a passion to help you on your journey, here is your host, Cindy Stewart. Okay, this morning we're going to have some fun. Uh, This is that. That's what we're going to talk about because God has been talking to me about the things that I've prayed for are that, but it's but it's happening right now. It's the this of right now, and um, and I'm like, okay, just show me, Lord. That's all I want to know is show me. That's what I tell Him all the time. Just show me. That's I I need to I need to see. But um, the scripture that's really He's really been speaking to me about is whatever you ask for in prayer believe, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And um, so we're going to work on our believing. We're going to work on digging up what God has promised us. Last week I spoke on the promises, the breakthrough of the promises. I don't know about you guys. If you didn't hear it, go back and listen to it. But it stirred something up in me. Uh, it made me start really uh, seeking the promises he had made and, and going after breakthrough for those promises. And uh, last week I was just praying and this morning I'm just going to share. I've got a little prophetic word for us, but um, I was just praying. I was like, God, just like this morning, I have got to have more. And I don't know what it's going to take, but I've tasted too much not to go after more. I've seen too much not to go after more. So I am, I want more. And I told him, I said, I don't have to travel anymore. I don't have to write books. I don't have to do consulting. I don't have to do anything. I just want more. And last Thursday, I I just felt like I need to start fasting a little bit. And, and it wasn't so much, um, uh, a food fast. It was fasting from every distraction that kept me from the more of God, social media, uh, fasting from things that, that, uh, are not God's best for me. We, we started to watch something on TV. We've been watching our baby, our grandbaby a lot. And, you know, I was telling the guys earlier, I'm not 30. <laughs> and, uh, so we're kind of unwinding and, uh, and we started to watch something on TV. And as soon as it came on, I was like, that takes me away from the eyes of Jesus. Cause the show started out being, you know, a typical, uh, um, modern day Gomorrah. So I was, just, I told Chuck, I said, we can't watch this. He's like, nope, we're not watching this. And, uh, so, you know, I just fall asleep on the couch, <laughs> but, you know, I just found myself in just trying to really be healthy and really making sure that everything I did kept my eyes on Jesus. And, um, so that's a little bit what I want to talk about today. You know, we had an impromptu board meeting the other night. You know, I just said, we've got to, we've got to have a call. And part of it was about really cultivating the hunger that God has put in us. We are hungry for more. We want to see financial breakthrough for everybody here. Everybody online, everybody who watches, everybody. We want financial breakthrough. And we have had so much financial breakthrough, even as the one I just read. Rita gave testimony last week. Uh, I forgot. I paid off my car this week. You know, I mean, that's what God wants. He wants us uh, eradicated. 
from the financial bondage. And, and we have, the gathering has a financial anointing on us. We do. And, uh, you know, even through COVID, people were just throwing money at the gathering saying, here, here, take, take, because we want to make sure that you have more than enough. And with that, we have stewarded it well, but we also have taken care of our gathering family where there's a need we take care of, whether it's to pay a mortgage or to, uh, you know, pay an electric bill or to buy food, whatever it is, we have to take care of the family. That is our job to take care of the family, take care of one another. But the Lord had me go back and start reading over the promises he has given the gathering, the promises that he's given us corporately. And um, I'm going to share some of those because we are in an outpouring of God. We are. And we're on the cusp of something even greater that God has for us. And what we think it's going to be is not going to be it. Because God has this thing planned out. I'll tell you guys, it's so funny. Uh, I don't even subscribe to this, but I get it in the mail. How many get magazines in the mail that they don't subscribe to? I get them all the time. For a while, it was a biking magazine. I don't bike. Now, if they sent me a running magazine, I would be happy. Tennis magazine, I'd be happy. But a biking magazine. Then we had filled and stream or something come. We don't filled and stream because we don't have a filled or stream around us, right? So, you know, but um, I... I I got a Charisma magazine in the mail yesterday, and I'm flipping through it. I, like I said, I don't subscribe to it. So it says, unexpected Holy Spirit outpouring floods of Florida church. That's us. I know, that's what I said. I'm like, that's our name. <laughs> and, uh, and what it's really about, and this is who we are. Our church experiences a fresh revelation. This is what they wrote in the Holy Spirit. That there's a great outpouring manifested in healings and testimonies and anointing. And the dedication that we have to partner with God has blossomed, uh, has blossomed from the congregation's desire to give Jesus room. That's what we're here for. We're here to give Jesus room. That, that is what we want. We're building connections with the heavenly realm. So they say, we must be. It is true, we are. I was just surprised when I saw this. I was like, well, I didn't write any of this. Uh, but they called and they did do an interview one time. And it says that we're laying strong spiritual foundations and fostering deep connections with the members themselves. And that we are being transformed, carrying the anointing outside of our home. Um, it says... And we're being transformed into the same image from glory to glory by the spirit of the Lord. Amen. Amen. We didn't have to pay for this or nothing. <laughs> you know, those kind of things cost money. But, but what it is, it's, it's God's favor on us. And we have favor in the Lord. And I, I want to just share a little bit about the favor that we have. I want to cast a vision. And I want to take you on the journey that God has been taking me on this week. You know, usually when I have a pretty systematic process that I go through in the morning, I have something that I've been reading on, nurturing on, studying on, chewing on. But this, this past week, the Lord was like, I want you to follow my lead. And I'm going to take you on a journey. And so I'm going to take you on the journey that the Lord has taken me on this week and share a few things with you. 
He started talking to me again about remembering the promise. And like I said, we talked about this last week, and it's important for us to remember. And I'm just going to read a couple of scriptures to us. Psalms 119.57. And this is part of the promise. It says, the Lord is my portion, and I have promised to keep your words. So in the promise he's made to us, there's a promise that we make to him. And then Romans 4.21 says, being fully convinced that God has the power to do what he has promised. And it's like that scripture that we just read about when we believe what we have prayed for, that will manifest to us because of the faith we have to believe. And then the last one is Psalms 12.6. It says, the words and promises of the Lord are pure words. Like silver refined in the earthen vessel, earthen uh, furnace purified seven times. So the first place the Lord took me to was uh, Ezekiel. And he took me through Ezekiel, Leviticus, Numbers, and talked about the holy separation that is happening right now. There's a holy separation for us between our sin and what God has called us to do. He is... He is detoxing us from the things that hold us back. And we had a time of repentance and confession last week from what he's called us to do. There's a holy separation. There is also a holy separation happening in the body right now, too. There's a holy separation between those who are all in for God and those who are not. Now, there, there is a gap between that because there are people who know God, have the knowledge of God, but aren't all in for God. They're just satisfied where they are. Then, there's, then we're all on a journey of being sold out for God. But there's a holy separation between those who are willing to sacrifice it all for the call. And that's anybody who says, I'm willing, God, show me. And this Ezekiel 44, uh, verse 15. It says, but the priest, the Levites, the son of Zadok, who keep charge of my sanctuary, when the children of Israel went astray from me, they shall come near me to minister to me, and they shall stand before me to offer me the fat and the blood, says the Lord's God. They shall enter my sanctuary, and they shall come near my table to minister to me, and they shall keep my charge. We under, And I just want to give you a little context on this. In Ezekiel, there is a separation that's happening. There are the priests who have defiled the temple. There are the priests who have gone out and engaged with the people in ways that transgress against the Lord. But then there were the priests who did not. And that's the scripture I just read. The, uh, the, the Zadok priesthood, they did not transgress against the Lord. So what were they invited to do? To minister before him. To enter into that holy place. We understand that if we are out transgressing against the Lord. With an intentional sin against him. There will be a separation. Not by God but by us. Because we have put up the walls of sin that keeps God from coming in. That keeps God from 
pulling us forward into the next place we need to go. So it, there's a holy separation that's happening across the body. And we want to be on the separate side of being able to minister before his presence, to be called into that holiest of holy places. And then First Peter uh, 1, 3 through 16, it says, Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is brought to you at the revelation of Christ, of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, that's who we are. Say, as obedient children. That's who we are. You know, when we say it, we follow what we say. When we declare a thing, we automatically line up with where, what we declare, right? Because it activates something within us. Not conforming yourselves to the former lust. So that's not who we are as an ignorance. But as he called you is holy, you also be holy in your conduct. Because it is written, and in Leviticus it's written this, be holy for I am holy. That is who we are. We are holy people unto God. So God started talking to me about this holy separation um, that's happening. He also taught, started talking to me about the glory and the wonder that's being released in this hour. There is a glory and a wonder, an awe, a, a, a marvelous capturing of our hearts that is be, being released by God. And um, Exodus 34.10, it says, And he said, Behold, I make a covenant. Before all people, I will do marvels. And that's what's happening in this hour. Such, thing, such as have not been done in all the earth, nor in any nation. And all the people among whom... You are shall see the work of the Lord, for it is an awesome thing that I will do. That is what is happening right now. There's an awesome thing of the Lord being released. There is a marvel and a wonder that makes you think, how did, how did that even happen, God? You know, we're, we're, things are occurring. You're thinking, how did that even happen? How did you make that work? I, I don't really know. All I know is that you did. And all I know is that I am grateful. I am elated. Uh, Acts 3.10, it says, So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Then they knew that it was he who was begging alms at the, gate, at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement. At what has happened to him. You know, there is this wonder and amazement that's happening even during worship as we were singing um, the second song. I can't remember what it was. As we got toward the end of it, praises to his name, I could just feel the awe and the wonder of God. I could, I could, I could feel a tangible, I don't know if you guys could, but I could feel a tangibility of him here and I could. I could see him just ministering to our hearts. You know, as we minister unto God, he ministers unto us. There is just this fluidness, this oneness that occurs when we take that time to just wait. And just wait on Jesus. Jesus, we're waiting on you. So, um, and that's an awesome thing. It is an awesome thing. It is an awesome thing. Um, let's see, am I going to go there or not? Let's just keep going, and then I'll go there at the end. Okay, 
The other thing he took me through is this process of holy fire that's being released. And that's been one of my words for this whole year has been holy fire. And uh, I don't even know that I understand what holy fire is. I just know that holy fire is a fire of refinement on us, right? It refines us. It protects us. Yeah, I want to read that scripture out of uh, Zechariah 2.5. It says, for I, declares the Lord, will be a wall of fire around her, protecting her from her enemies. I will be the glory in her midst. That God is the holy fire around us. It says, in, and I skipped one, but it says in Isaiah 43, it says, For when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you, right? And through the rivers, they're not going to overflow you. And when you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned nor shall the fire scorch you. So there's a holy fire around us. There is a baptism of water and fire that is happening around us. And, and that's what we have to realize. There are just all of these elements of God. And one of the things I was telling this week is, uh, God, I know that I don't see all the things that you're doing. So I'm asking you, God, just open my eyes to see. I want to see. And I went for a run that morning and I was running along and just, you know, worshiping, just listening to the Lord. And suddenly across the corner from me was this tree and it began to swirl up in this, this great wind. And it was like, I could see the wind of the spirit around it. And I was like, God, is, is that it? Are you sure? But I really felt like, you know, when we ask God for something and we go with expectancy he shows us what we're asking for. He delivers on his word. And it's, it's, it was so strange. It was like the leaves were almost waving. You know, they were just swirling and they were lifting up. And I was just, I just stopped and stood. And for a while, and I'm sure the people were in their houses were thinking, huh, she casing the joint, what she's doing. But I was so overcome by the goodness of God to answer a prayer that I had just prayed that morning because I want to be able to see more. I, I want to be able to say, there's the tangible God right before my eyes moving in ways that I didn't know I could see, that I didn't know he would give me the graciousness of, of his love to see me. Uh, the other part that he showed me, and then I want to I cast a little vision here, is that he showed me that there really is a holy fear coming across the body that is turning our hearts back to him. Uh, a, a trembling that, that just uh, uh, we know that God is so much greater than we, what we understand. And as he moves as we read his word, as we encounter each other, there is a holy fear that comes with that, 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 that makes us uh, not be flippant and arrogant, but it makes us humble and want to get on our knees and say, God, that you would do this for us, that you would do this for me, for my family. Uh, it just, you know... It's not a holy fear like wait till your dad gets home. It's a holy fear like I can't wait. I can't wait. So anyhow, woo. So I want to talk a little bit about the words that have been given to us and what God is doing in these words. Uh, one of the words uh, that I got, and this was in August of 1999. So this has been a while. 
And the word that the Lord gave me was that there would be people coming that would get out of their cars and come in and encounter Jesus and get healed and get activated in the place that they're supposed to be. Find their purpose, find their destiny. And that has been a word that I have held on to for whatever, 22 years, okay? And it is a word that I see happening now. And that was the one, of, one of the things the Lord says that this is that. Because I am doing that. That is what's happening. You are activating people in their destinies and their purposes. And, and we are seeing people get healed. We're seeing families restored. I mean, we're seeing amazing things. I mean, just that and the bulletin board out there. But if you go back and listen to every testimony that we hear it is just amazing. And there's testimonies that don't even get spoken out loud, but that's one of it. And, and that is one thing that we're going after is the presence of God. And part of that word was you have to learn to wait until, you've, until you know the manifestation is here. We can't hurry through thinking we're going to get somewhere in a hurry. Because God is not in a hurry. Now, he can do it as quick as this. But there's something about cultivating the hunger that we have, stirring up our hearts, being able to take that deep breath. You know, sometimes when we sing a phrase over and over, what happens is no longer is that phrase important anymore. Because there's made room for the Holy Spirit just to come in and do what he's going to do. And that's the reason we take so much time to cultivate. And, you know, that's part of the instructions to the worship team. And it always has been that we're not going anywhere until Jesus is ready to take us there. And when he gets ready, then I'm ready. And, uh, and you know, if I get impatient, that's on me. If I'm hurrying it along, that's on me because Jesus' timing is perfect. And we've got to learn to get in sync, in pace with the timing of the Lord. So we go when he goes instead of ahead of him. Uh, it's usually not a lag behind. It's usually in a hurry. And so that's, that was part of that word. And, you know, I tried for 22 years till we started the gathering. Um, so whatever minus nine is or whatever. Somebody do the math real quick. But anyhow, uh, to make that happen. But, you know, sometimes um, you just don't have the permission to make that happen. And when we started the gathering, that was one of the things that we started is uh, we're not going anywhere unless God's going with us. And I think one of the reasons we have a financial anointing is because Chuck told the Lord, he said, I'm not funding this church because <laughs> Chuck loves to fund all my projects. <laughs> he said, Lord, he said, if you want this to work, you're going to have to make it work. And the Lord's like, move out of my way because I, I have cleared the Red Sea for you guys. Uh, but it's true. You know, there's something about saying, God, I'll give up everything if I can just have more of you. I'll start this church. I'll do whatever you want. I'll, whatever you want. As long as I can have more of you. And, um, you know, of course, during our nine years, it hasn't all been perfect. But we, we are a walking experiment. 
we try all kinds of things. And uh, God is, is gracious and y'all are gracious to uh, jump in the middle of that river with us. So one of the words that Pastor Gene gave us, and I want to give you a couple of these words because this is where we are now. It says um, that there is a greater prophetic and healing anointing. And he gave us that word that there's going to be a, a, a release of wholeness over us, not just healing, but wholeness, body, mind, and spirit over us. And we're going after, I told the Lord, I said, I don't want partial healings. Yeah. And there are people here that I pray for regularly because I'm like, Lord, I haven't seen the hundred percent. And I'm not letting go till I get 100%. I say that over me. Till I get 100%, that's how my Hashimoto's got healed. As I told the Lord, I said, I'm not letting go because your word says. I'll do my part, but I'm asking you to release your healing over me. I'll do my part, and but I want your part. And so I pray over you guys, those who still need healing, because I'm like, Lord, I can't have people coming in from all over getting healed and not having my own people healed. And not that there's anything wrong with people coming in from all over because that's what we want. That's what the vision is. But I want 100%. And that's what I always go after, 100%. I'm not 50. I'm not 90. I'm not even 99.9. I'm 100%. So that's what we want. And that was one of the words that Jean had given us, that the increase of our prophetic anointing and the stepping into the healing that God has released a gift of faith over us, over our body. We carry a gift of faith. And, and that's a powerful thing to carry because we need that gift of faith to, in order to do the things that he's calling us to do. And he said, along with it, y'all remember this word, is his twin brother, the working of miracles, right? And we have seen the working of miracles. He says, I am birthing that in this house, and a dimension, a new manifestation in this hour, a birthing of miraculous and birthing of extraordinary faith. Okay? Amen. So that's what's being birthed in this house. And Matt, right not long after that, he came up to me and he said, I'm just going to give you this word. It's so strange. He said, but I just want you to know strange and unusual miracles are coming. Not to doubt. Go for it. Well, we can't go for it if we all can't go for it. And that's what God is saying. We are all in this together. And we are instantly activated. This is a word that Sean Boltz gave me uh, when I had uh, seen him and met him. He says that, uh, now, this, this, this may be why I'm so passionate about activating the words that you get. You will have a prophetic voice and you will be instantly activated. God, we're in a season of instantly activating the prophetic that's been spoken over us. So instantly activated. And it says that there are things that you are made to do. The word that I was given is for you. And he's calling you out for the very purpose that you're born for. So I'm just speaking that over you. He's calling you out for the very purpose you've born for. The greater, the supernatural greater purpose that you are starting to walk in the greater purpose in such an unusual dimension, it will blow you away. That's the word I'm releasing over us because everyone who's under with us as the body on our web church, that they're part of that word. It's not a singular word for me. It's a corporate word for us. That is part of the anointing we carry as the gathering. So um, know and understand that 
this is for all of us. And this is the word from, uh, that Jean gave me. And this is in 2015. And this is where we're going. That our influence is going to increase locally, regionally, and nationally more and more. And that it's important that these young lions, these Timothys that sit here among us are prepared to do what they need to do. So as a body, we can do what we're called to do. Amen? Amen. And that we are going to have a regional outpouring of the Spirit of God, a new level of prophetic, and uh, this was the PS for me. I see you going into trances for days. Well, we're still waiting on that. <laughs> but that our church is a forerunner for our region. That we are a forerunner. And there are others like us. We're not the only one, but we are one that God has designated as a forerunner. And that we are overflowing into the nation. You know, the, the, as the church goes, so goes our nation. As Florida goes, so does our nation. And so we're just declaring that overflow. Uh, the last part of this I want to share with you is then he told me to go back and look through my book that I wrote. You know, you write something, you forget what you wrote. I told the Lord, I said, you know, it was like you look in the mirror and forget what you look like. He said, go back and I want you to look at three places. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like flipping through. I know exactly where he's taking me. And he said, this, this is a, uh, a calling that I've put on the body, on you guys, on the gathering. One of them is to Heal church brokenness. It's such a big area in the body of Christ. We have broken each other. We've broken each other's spirit. We've broken each other's heart. We, we've uh, uh, declared the anointing on each other, the calling on each other invalid. We have competed. We have been jealous. We have uh, talked about. We have maligned. We've done all kinds of things in the name of Jesus. And Jesus is calling us to heal his body. And that is one thing I'm, I'm clear on. I know that's one of our callings is to heal his body. Because we've got to quit treating each other like Cinderella. And start treating each other like the royal priesthood that God has called us to be. And we all have church hurts. And if you're watching online and you can't come to church because of church hurt, I'm telling you, come to church and get that church hurt healed. The only way you will get healed is to get back in the body. The only way you can ride a bike after you fall off it is get back on it. And you've got to find that place to come and get those, he those things healed. We've all had them. I've had them. Uh, the other thing is, is the bondage within the church family. And the bondage looks like rejection. It looks like disappointment, hope deferred. It looks like uh, families that are broken, that you've been brought up in, and you carry the weight of those wounds. And one of the pictures that the Lord gave me in here is I was in this heavenly realm with him and he took me to a basement. And I'm like, I have lots of questions and I don't have any trouble asking God. I'm like, well, Jesus, how can there be basements in heaven? I don't really get it because sometimes I can be very literal. And uh, he said, this is an image, a mirror of what's happening on earth. And there were people that were chained like in a dungeon on the walls. 
And he said, this is a mirror of what's happening on earth. My people are in chains. And he showed me the way to get them out of chains is to touch them, to love them like Jesus loves them. That's how we break the chains. That's how we bring healing to the body. So uh, that was one of the things. And then these are, these are kind of this, the, the calling that he has is for the body. And then there's an outside calling, which I'm going to share in a minute. But the last calling he said is he's going to bring to us people who think they know God, but it's all head knowledge. And help them connect the heart knowledge, the spirit with what they've been taught. Because so many times we're taught, but you know, it's like when we were taught, you know, chemistry in high school. Do I remember any of that? It was just head knowledge. When we're taught the word without the power of the spirit in it, it becomes head knowledge. It becomes the intellect instead of the spirit. So, so God wants us to be prepared that, that people are coming with head knowledge. But it just takes one touch, one encounter. We had someone, he's moved on to the other coast, and um, he didn't have just head knowledge. He had a relationship with the Lord, but he had lost his wife when I met him five years ago. And uh, he said that he used to drive, he went to a big giant church down the road, and he used to drive by here, and the Lord was like, I want you to go there. And he said, I would tell the Lord, I ain't going to that small little church in the shopping center. <laughs> and he said, but the first, finally, he said he drove by a lot before he actually came. And he said, finally, when I stopped and I came, he said, I sat. And uh, he gave a description of me. I can't remember what it was. But, he, you know, he's told me this a couple times. And he said, but... I encountered the Lord in that moment. My heart was healed. And I was able to connect in a way I haven't been able to connect since my wife passed away. That's what we're here for. To break whatever is holding us, all of us. We all have to have it broken off of it. To break whatever is holding us. So the fullness that God has for us, there's room for it. We can receive it. We can receive his heart. We can receive his healing. We can receive whatever he wants to give us because we've broken off the disappointments, the pain, the sorrow, the, uh, you know, all those things. I mean, I had someone tell me uh, when uh, Trump didn't get elected that God let us down. I'm like, but you know what happened is the, the image, the perspective of God was skewed because the heart was deferred. And we've got to get our image. Who is God? We've got to get that aligned. So when those things come against us, then it's the fire, that wall of fire that arounds us where the enemy can't cross the fire line. Just think about in Daniel when there was uh, uh, Abednego and Meshach and Shadrach. They were thrown into the fire. But the fire could not consume them because Jesus was there with them. So that fire that consumed the guards that took them, when the guards took them down there, they were consumed by the fire. 
But when the three of them were thrown into the fire, they were no longer bound. They were walking around with Jesus. That's what God wants for us. He wants the bounds, the bounds to be broken off of us so we can walk whether there's a fire around us or not. It will not harm us. It will not consume us. Whoo, Jesus. I'm telling you, we have only seen. Chuck, okay. I may start my gene. Wait a minute. I got to get my dance going here. <laughs> but I'm telling you, we have only seen a glimpse of what God wants to do for us. A, 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 a glimpse. You think you've had breakthrough now? Whew, you have not seen anything else. Um, so in the, th that's the body in the outside. The Lord showed me and he showed me a couple of different things. But basically, I just summed it up that there are hearts of people being prepared to encounter him. And even as we saw the picture of Melanie, she is out on the streets being prepared to, prepared to encounter, uh, be finding the people who are prepared to encounter him. And that um, he showed me two specific areas in uh, students and lecture halls are hungry for God. And they're ready to receive the word of the Lord and encounter the miracles and the breakthroughs that they need in order to launch them. The other place he showed me were people on subways. Now, we don't have subways here, but uh, just receiving because uh, it was funny because they were captive. You know, when you're in a subway train, you're a little bit captive. It's not like you can jump off. And they were captive, but they were desperate to hear the word of the Lord. So in the lecture hall and the subway train, really, when you think about it, it is God is showing us that as people gather around us, there are people whose hearts are prepared to hear the word of the Lord, to be healed, to be uh, saved, to be able to encounter the fullness of God. So just prepare our hearts for when we engage with people to see where they are in their walk. So this is, this is where we are, guys. And um, I want to close, but I just wanna, I'm just going to read through this. So listen. So this is what's happening. The awe and the fear of the Lord is being restored. There is a fire of holiness. There's a fire of protection, a fire of the Holy Spirit. There's sweeping reform happening. There are miracles. There's signs and wonders. There's healing, deliverance. Families are being restored. Destinies are being restored. And this was a word that Patricia spoke, and I thought it was so cool. She said that there are people impregnated with a calling beyond what they're carrying. It has not manifested. It has not fully been birthed. Unusual miracles, cultivating hunger, holiness matters to us. And this was a word that uh, uh, Matt gave us. He said, this was so strange, Pastor Cindy. He said, I was standing there greeting. And the Lord said to him, son of man, what do you see? And he said, I see people lined up in the parking lot, being slain in the spirit, being healed and saved and delivered. And the people from the uh, gun range were looking over, trying to figure out what the heck was going on. So we, we, are, we are declaring that that is what is coming. We're declaring that there is such a bubble of God over us, over our region, over what's happening. Someone asked me if I wanted to go on a, um, uh, what was it called? A, uh, it's basically, they're going to rent a car on Amtrak 
and they're going to go on a, a glory tour, releasing the glory and the presence of God across Florida. I was like, yeah, can I take a few of my friends with me? So be praying into this, guys. Be praying into this. There's kingdom being displayed. There's holiness being released. And there's oneness, one accord. One accord. We're one accord, right? Amen. Amen. So I want to, I'm going to pray one other scripture over us. Uh, but I want to, I just want to pray a fresh impartation, a fresh infilling, an activation for us. Here are the, actually, I'm going to read two scriptures. Acts 5, 12 through 16. It says, through the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done among the people, and they were all with one accord. Remember, one accord is important right now. Yet none of them, none of the rest dared to join them, but the people esteemed them highly. And believers were increased, were increasingly added to the Lord, multitudes of both men and women, so that they brought the sick out into the streets and laid them on beds and couches, that at least your shadow, right, that your shadow, and in Florida, we got a lot of shadow, right? We got a lot of sunshine might fall on them. Also a multitude gathered from surrounding cities. So we just call in surrounding cities, bringing sick people and those who are tormented by unclean spirits. And they were all healed. They were all healed. That's who we are, guys. This is not me. This is us. This is the word that the Lord has given for us, for our church, for our web church, for the people who feel like they're coming in as Timothy's wanting to be equipped and shipped out to where God has called them. Maybe we need to start a equip and ship ministry. <laughs> we'll equip you and ship you out. We are going to start doing quite a bit of work with the Shepherd Center, um, which we'll talk, Matt and Jen will talk a little bit more about that if anybody's interested in being part of the outreach right here in town. Um, and the last ones we're going to read is Ephesians 4, 11 through 13. And he gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to unity of faith. Yes. And the knowledge of the Son of God. Yes. To a, to a perfect man, a mature man, to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ. Amen. Amen. So if you guys are staying, I want to pray over us and I want to pray not only an impartation uh, of everything I've talked about, because I've talked about faith. I've talked about us moving in signs and wonders and miracles. I've talked about people uh, lining up at the doors. I'm talking about uh, being slain in the spirit. I'm talking about the fire. I mean, I'm talking about a lot of stuff that's all yours. It's all yours. If it's all mine, it's all yours. So I want to release that impartation and a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit. So, Father, I just thank you that you have given us a clear vision. And really, the clear vision is one word, Jesus. Our clear vision is you. And we set aside everything that would distract us from you, Jesus. And we just say yes to the prophetic words you've given us, to the words that we have read in, in the word of God. We say yes to that, that we will be your shadow keepers. We will be your fire stokers. Lord, we will be the people of holiness, that we are set apart that we can minister before your presence because we are holy, because you are holy. God, we, we thank you that there are signs and wonders and miracles falling in this place. 
We thank you, Lord, that as we go out, they will follow us everywhere we go. Lord, we thank you that we have been called to a region that's going to change a state, that's going to change a nation, that's going to change the world, that we are not only the river of living water, but we are the floodwaters that are going to wash over and, and flood into other areas, Lord. Thank you that we are one of many that are called to be a, uh, I just keep seeing a torch burning for you, God. So we say yes to that. And God, we, we will commit to wait on you. We will commit to not move until you move. We'll commit to be uncomfortable and awkward as we see your manifest presence move in. God, I thank you for testimonies. I thank you for financial provision. I thank you for healing. Even now, God, as you release healing over the body, because like I said, we're going for 100%. 99.9 isn't enough for us. We want 100% of you and we want 100% of your promises. So God, we thank you for that. And Lord, I just want to release a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit, a fresh uh, uprising of the Holy Spirit within us. We, we are stirred for hunger. We are stirred for more. We are stirred woo, of your spirit. Oh, God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just fill us up afresh and new. Just pour a, a fresh baptism over us, just where we are the fire for you, God, that everyone around us will be, uh, they'll either, like the word says, It'll be a letter that is fragrant or a letter that is sour. So, Lord, you just release us as a fragrance to the people that you've prepared to hear your word, that you've prepared to receive the healing that you have for them, that you've prepared to be free, to have deliverance, to have that freshness broken off of them. God, we just thank you that we are your handmaidens, your handmen, and that we are yes in you, Lord, and that whatever you want, that's what we'll do, God. We'll, we'll give up everything for what you want, Lord, because that's all there is. There is nothing else. And Jesus, just heal any of our hearts that have been broken by the church. Heal our hearts that have been broken from the family. And strengthen us in all things, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you are encouraged. If you would like more content like this, please visit cindy-stewart.com. We'll see you next time.